Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yumadaf Ayin Vav. We are starting five lines from the top, the fourth word on the line. And we concluded yesterday's daf talking about the man, and we continue talking about the man. Shalom to Midav Srabshim Bayechai, the Tomidam Srabshim Bayechai. Mipne ma la yard lahemli Israel, man pamachs bashana. Why didn't the man fall for Klai Israel once a year? They would have their provisions for the entire year. Amalahemi told them, Em Shalachem Mashal, I'm going to tell you a parable. Lamal Davidema, what's this comparable to? Lamalach Basar Vadam, a king of flesh and blood. Shesh Le Ben Echad, he has one child. Pasak Lamis and Isa Pamachs Bashana, and he gave him his food once a year. So he only went to greet his father once a year. Ahmad, so the king stood up, and he gave him his food every single day. So he went to greet his father every single day. So too with Yisrael. Someone who had four or five kids, he would worry, and say, perhaps man is not going to come tomorrow. It's going to turn out that all my kids are going to die in hunger. It turns out that everyone, they would direct their hearts to their father in heaven, and they would daven, and then they would be much closer to Hashem. Another reason why the man fell every single day, so they could eat it while it was hot and fresh. Another reason why it fell every single day, because of the trouble of the journey. Imagine trying to schlep around a whole year's worth of food on your back while you go from place to place. If it comes every single day, it makes it much easier. And all the elders, they were sitting and dealing with the parsha of the man. They were talking about the man. And Rebbe Lazar Hamadai, he was sitting among them. He said, The man that fell for Klai Yisrael, its height was six diamas. Reptarfin told him, He addressed him by the place that he was from. He was Rebbe Lazar Hamadai. Until when are you going to collect words and bring them upon us? Meaning, where do you get this from? He responded to him, It says about the Mabel, 15 amas upwards, the water strengthened, and covered the mountains. Now, there's a problem with this Pasuk because it doesn't say where it covered 15 amas. Did it cover 15 amas above a valley? 15 amas above a mountain? How is that possible? It can't cover a mountain and a valley at the same time. If the water fell on the mountain, it would just flow into the valley. And was the water standing up like walls? And furthermore, how did the teva go up and then rest on the mountain? It's unclear where this water was. Ella, what happened? All the springs of the deep, they burst forth until the water was even across the entire world and it reached all the way to the mountaintops. And then the water surged another 15 amas above and that was because of the rain. So the entire world was covered with 15 amas of water above the tallest mountaintop. And furthermore, which measure is greater? Hashem's where he gives good or where he punishes. We know that Hashem's is much greater. And in regards Pranis, in regards to punishment, which is the Mabal, it says in the Pasuk, and the windows of heaven were opened. And Bamida Taiva Huimer, and in regards to the good Mida, in regards to the man falling, it says in the Pasuk, and he commanded the skies above, and the doors of heaven opened, and he rained upon them, man to eat, and he gave them heavenly grain. Now, how many windows are there in a door? Arba Arba, there's four windows per door, and we know in this Pasuk that there were two doors that were opened to let man down. So Harei Khan Shemayna, that means that there was eight windows open to let man down. Nimsa man sheyar lahem liyisrael gavayashishimama. Turns out, the man that came down for Klayisrael, that's 60 amas. Because if water that fell through two arubais, two windows, covered 15 amas, then man which fell through eight windows must have covered at least 60 amas. And Tanya Isa ben Yehuda Eimer, he says, man sheyar lahem liyisrael, haim is gabra v'ayla, it strengthened and it grew really tall. At Shereyna, I say, kol malachem mizrech until all the kings of the east and west saw it. Shenemar says in the Pasuk, Tarech lefana shulchan, 
neged sayurai. You prepare a table for me in front of my enemies. And the Pasuk concludes, Kaisi Ruvaya, my cup overfloweth. Amar Abai, he says, Shema, you know, we learn from here, Kasa de David Asi, the cup of David Amelch in the next world, Masan Vesrim Vichad Luga Machzik, it's gonna hold 221 lug. How do we know this? Shinemar says in the Pasuk, Kaisi Rivaya. Rivaya is bigamatria hachihavu. Rivaya is gematria 221. But now ask the Gemara on this drasha where we compared Arubais to Delasais, and because 15 Amas of rain fell, it must be that 60 Amas of Man fell. Halaydami, it's not comparable. Hasam Barbain Yaimin, over there the rain fell for 40 days. Hach over here, Chadashaita, the Man fell only for one hour. And the Taishishan explains that the 40 days or 960 hours of the Mabal, rain fell to a height of 15 Amas, which means that in one hour, 164th of an Amma fell. Proportionally, the Man, which fell over the course of only one hour, should have only reached a height of 464ths of an Amma and not 60 Amas. And now, to the flip side of this, Hasam Lakuli Amma, over there, rain fell for the entire world, so it covered a much greater area. Hachal Yisrael Chudei, over here, Man only fell for Klai Yisrael, Venafesh Lutvei, and that means it should have reached a height much greater than 60 Amas. The rain fell in the entire world, whereas the Man only fell in Machin Yisrael, which was three square par size. Proportionally, the Man should have reached far greater heights than 60 Amas. So the Gemara says, Rebbe Lazar Psicha Psicha Gamar, all Rebbe Lazar was doing, he was learning simply Psicha Psicha. It says in one Pasuk, Varubas HaShemayim Niftechu, another Pasuk says, Vedalse Shemayim Pasach, and he made a simple drasha. If water that fell through two Arubas, two windows covered 15 Amas, then Man which fell through eight windows must have covered at least 60 Amas, and he wasn't dealing with all the specifics and details. And the Mishnah said, Asr Bachila, and we had listed five different Inuyim, five different afflictions a person must keep to Anyam Kippur. Now, Hani Chamishi Inuyim connected me. What are these five Inuyim corresponding to? Amram Chesli says, Kineged Hei Inuyim Shabbatera. It says the word Inuy in the Torah five times in the Pasuk, Uve Asar, Ve'ach Ba'asar, Shabbos Shabbosain, Vishabbos Shabbosain, Ve'hesalachem. Each one of these Psukim have the word Inuy. It tells us, Vinisim Esnashe Sechem, and therefore we learn five different types of Inuyim. Ask the Gemara, Hani Chamisha Havu. Here we have five Psukim, Vanan Chisatran. Our Mishnah actually details six different Inuyim, not five. The Gemara answers no. Drinking is included in eating. So therefore, drinking is not considered like number six. It's part of eating. And how do we know this? Amr Shlakish, Shlakish says, How do we know that drinking is included in eating? Shemar says in the Pasuk, You should eat in front of Hashem your God. The Maestro of your grain, your Tirash, and your oil. And Tirash Chamrahu. Tirash is wine. And it still says in the Pasuk. So we see that drinking wine is considered like eating. Now it's the Gemara Mai. How do we know the Pasuk's talking about drinking wine? Maybe it's talking about eating wine. Maybe it's talking about eating wine by way of a nigrain. A nigrain is a type of dish that has wine in it. So when you eat that nigrain, you're eating wine. To Amar Abar Shmuel, he tells us, a nigrain, what is that maya silka? It's a dish made with water of cooked beets and also has wine in it. And aksigrain maya de kula shilki. Aksigrain is made with water of many cooked vegetables. So it could be that the wine that we're talking about over here was wine that was being eaten and not drunk. El Amar Abar Yaakov, he tells us, mehacha, we learn it from here. It says in the Pasuk in regards to my Sosheni, what can you use my Sosheni money for? You could use the money for anything your soul desires. Cattle and sheep, wine and aged wine. And Shechar Siahu, when you partake of Shechar, or for that matter, wine, so you drink it, you don't eat it. And the Pasuk calls it Vachalta. So we see that drinking wine is considered like eating. Ask the Gemara, who says that's what the Pasuk is talking about? Maybe the Pasuk is saying that you're allowed to eat it by way of a Nigrain. So the Gemara says, no. The Pasuk says, Shechar, Midi Dimishaker, something which causes inebriation, intoxication, and a person will not become drunk if they eat a dish that has wine in it, they would actually have to drink wine. The Gemara continues asking, Perhaps the Pasuk is talking about 
talking about a devela keilas. A devela is a fig cake that comes from a place called keilas, and it was a very intoxicating type of fig cake. The time you have a brisa, achal devela keilas. If a kain ate a devela keilas, or v'shasa dvash v'chalav, he drank honey or milk. Menichas lamikdash, and he went to the base of mikdash and he did havaida. Ein vavam beis on top like he's going to get malchus for that. So we see it could be something that is inebriating or intoxicating is something that's eaten and not drunk. So the Gemara says you're right. El yalav sheicher sheicher minazir. We learn the word sheicher from nazir. Malalon yain. Just like a nazir is not allowed to drink wine, avkan yain. So too over here, when we say sheicher, we mean wine, and it's talking about drinking wine, not eating wine. The Gemara asks, v'tirish chamerhu is tirish even wine in the first place? V'atanyu v'brayso hanoidim in tirish. If a person makes a nether that he's not going to partake of tirish, aser b'chol mina misika, he is not allowed to partake of any sort of sweet fruit, umoter b'yain. But he's allowed to drink wine. So we see that tirish isn't wine. The Gemara now reverses the question and asks, v'lav chamerhu tirish isn't wine? V'ksiv it says in the pasuk tirish shinoiv besulais. The tirish brings forth the besulais. This is talking about wine bringing forth the secrets of a person when a person indulges in wine, so it brings the secrets that are inside of him. So the Gemara answers no. Davar habamina tirash, something that comes from tirash, meaning wine, but wine that comes from tirash, yunavid besulais, that's going to bring forth the besulais. But again, tirash itself is talking about fruit, it's talking about grapes or sweet fruit, and it's not talking about wine. The Gemara asks, we have a different puzzle that says, and the tirash of your vats will burst forth, seemingly we're talking about wine. The Gemara explains, no, davar habamina tirash it's something that comes from the tirash of your vats that will burst forth. But again, tirash isn't necessarily wine. But the Gemara continues asking, what if it says in the pasuk, zenos v'yayin v'tirash yikachlev? Promiscuity, wine, and tirash take the heart. And we understand this to mean taking the heart as in it intoxicates a person. And grapes do not intoxicate a person, so it must be that tirash is actually wine. So the Gemara says, you're right. El dukuleyama tirash chamerhu. Of course, everyone agrees the word tirash means wine. Uvenidarim adam. And the reason why, when we brought this question before. If a person was neither and he says he's not going to have tirash, he's allowed to have wine, he's just not allowed to have sweet fruit. That's because when a person makes a nether, we go after Lashem B'nai Adam. And usually when people say tirash, they're talking about fruit. However, tirash does mean wine, and therefore going back to our original Joshua, we could say that drinking is included in eating, and there's only five Inuyim on Yom Kippur and not six. And now that we were talking about wine, the Gemara asks, Vamai Karle Yain, Vamai Karle Tirash. Why is it called wine and sometimes it's called tirash? Yain is Shemev Yalal It's called wine because it brings a Yalala, brings wailing to the world. A person indulges in wine, then they get involved in promiscuity, and then punishments come to the world. So it's yayin because it brings yalala to the world. Tirash, shakalham is garabai, someone that indulges in it, nasa rush, they become poor. Rav Kahana, Rami, Rav Kahana, Asistira. Because if it says in the Pasuk, tirash, if we would read it without nikudas, we would read it as tirash, the karinan tirash. However, with nikudas, we read it as tirash. Zacha, if a person is meritorious, that means they indulge in wine properly, nasa rush, then they're going to become a leader. Loizach, however, if they do not indulge in wine properly, nasa rush, they're going to become poor. And Rava Rami, Rava Asustirak, Sivit says in the Pasuk Yeshamach. Now the Pasuk tells us, V'yayin Yesamach Levav Enosh. However, again, if we didn't have the Nekudais, if we didn't have any dots or vowelization or punctuation, we would read it as Yeshamach. V'karinon, however, now that we have the dots and the punctuation, we read it as Yesamach. Zacha, if a person's meritorious, he drinks properly Mesamchai, so the wine that he drinks is going to gladden him. Lizach, if he doesn't drink properly, Meshamamai, it's going to lay waste to him, meaning he's going to forget all of his learning. And Rava, this is what Rava says, 
wine, and aromatic spices made me wise. And now going back to the Nehemiah Kippur. How do we know that if a person abstains from washing with water or anointing with oil, that's considered an enoy in affliction? The Chesivit says in the Pasuk, and this is Daniel describing the three weeks of affliction he took upon himself after Kairesh reneged on his promise to allow the Jews to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash. Lechem chamudis loyachalti. I didn't eat desirable bread. Ubasav yayin loy ba'alpi. And meat and wine didn't come to my mouth. V'soich loysachti. And I didn't anoint myself. Now, first of all, my lechem chamudis loyachalti. What does it mean? I didn't eat desirable bread. Amrav Yehuda, breder of Shmuel, bashilas, afilu nama dechiti dachiyasa loyachal. He didn't even eat refined wheat bread. Now, menon dechashav ki inoy. How do we know that that which Daniel described himself doing is considered like inoy? It's considered like affliction. Tichsevet says in the pasuk, this is the malach Gavriel talking to Daniel. Vayemre lion, he told me, I'll tear Daniel. Do not be afraid, Daniel. Because from the first day that you placed on your heart to understand and to afflict yourself in front of Hashem your God, your words were heard, and I've come because of your words. Now we're going to delve into what this Pasuk means in tomorrow's Gemara. However, we see from here that that which he did is considered an Enoi because the Malach told him and to afflict yourself. So Gemara says, okay, we found that a person refraining or abstaining from anointing themselves with oil, that's considered an inoy. Rechitza Manalan, how do you know if a person refrains from washing himself with water? That's considered inoy. Amrav Zotra, Breder of Tovio, Amr Kra, the Pasuk says, Batavai Kamayim Bekirbai, Uchashem and Batzmaisov, and has come like water to his insides and like oil to his bones. So just like oil on the bones, meaning anointing oneself, is considered like an inoy, so too water on the insides, meaning washing oneself is also considered an inoy. Ask Gemara of Amakishtia, perhaps it's talking about drinking in the Pasuk, Batavai Kamayim Bekirbai, and has come like water into his insides, like drinking water. So perhaps we learn from here that drinking is an inoy, or refraining from drinking is an inoy, and not washing oneself with water. So the Gemara says, no, Domya de Shemen, we're comparing it to oil. Ma Shemen Me'avroi, just like the way that the oil goes onto a person is from the outside, Afmai Me'avroi, so too the water in the Pasuk that we're talking about is water that goes on the outside of a person, which means washing oneself. As the Gemara, that Tana taught us the exact opposite, that now we have a Mishnah. How do we know that anointing oneself with oil is like drinking on Yom Kippur, even though we don't have a proof, we have at least a little bit of a mention of it in a Pasuk, Shemar says in the Pasuk, and it's this Pasuk, so we see very clearly that we're using this Pasuk for the exact opposite of what we want it for. The Tana is using this Pasuk to teach us something about drinking, not about washing. So Elam Ravashi, he tells us, we actually learned that Rechitza is considered Inoy from that Pasuk itself that Daniel had told us, the Chesivit says in the Pasuk, and I didn't anoint myself with an anointing. What's with this double lashon? Anoint myself with an anointing. It must be that one anointing is talking about oil, and one anointing is talking about washing oneself with water. So we see that refraining from washing is considered an inoy. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with understanding this conversation between Daniel and the Malch and what was going on. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.